Hello everyone, this is Gary Kay and welcome back to another edition of my Rants and Rays video cast. We are counting down to ISE and some of the bigger brands are going to be doing some cool things. And one of the things that's going to be really popular this year's ISE show, because we took three years off basically, is AV over IP, which was just emerging last time we had a substantial show in, uh, in Europe. So ISC will be in Barcelona, as you know, and one of the brands going to be there is Matrox. They'll be in, in 5Q350, 5Q350. Ron Birdie is the business development manager with Matrox. How are you doing, Ron? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you, Gary? I'm doing well. So I, I want to, you're, okay, I'm excited about what you're doing and I'll tell you why. We don't have a standard for AV over IP, but you're using the proposed standard. There's only one proposed standard for AV over IP, which is, Based on, if you're interested in this, for those of you who are watching, if you're, if you're interested, just Google SMPTE 2110. Uh, and then based on that standard, there's something called IPMX, which was created by the Ames Alliance. Yeah. But you have a product line called Convert IP that you and I talked about some months ago. And what's cool about Convert IP is that not only are you using IPMX the way the, the, the standards laid out, but you're kind of doing something more because you're able to provide any bandwidth. So it's basically variable bandwidth. Uh, through convert IP. So you could literally do uncompressed all the way down to one gig and even lower. And every device in convert IP, correct me if I'm wrong, is a transmitter and receiver. So it's basically like this one universal box. Exactly. That's the, it's a key thing to the product that we bring to the market. You talk about the standards we we're trying to push and, and working with uh, Ames and IPMX to, to drive. So it's not ratified, as you said, but it's certainly something we're pushing. And yeah, it, the, the products, there's six that we introduce right out the gate. They support SDI, HDMI, and HDBase-T. So we support all of those. But on each of those, we can send or receive uh, uncompressed, fully uncompressed. Yeah. So all the way up to 12 gig for 4K6444. And then we can also do uh, lightly compressed or, or you know one gig. So something that's very friendly for the pro AV world at uh, at one gig or whatever, I guess 800 uh, megabits, 900 megabits a second for 4K or 1080p at about 2, 250. And you get the lossless and visually lossless. So you get absolute lossless with uncompressed or visually lossless. And then you also get, you know, the, the zero latency or near zero latency because of that. So all of that squeezed into the same product line. And I think that's, you know, that flexibility is something that's pretty attractive on top of the standards that we're following. So hopefully others follow and a lot of people can interact and interoperate as well. Yeah, so the idea there with IPMX is that anyone else who follows IPMX standards, if they're adopted, when they're adopted, I know you'd like to say, um, would be able to be interoperability between everything and inc including display companies putting IPMX in their displays Positive. so that you'd be able to just plug in the, the network cable basically and, and the decoding would be inside of the display. Um, I'm, I'm curious, um, who else in the industry has a convert IP kind of system out there? I mean, like obviously the big, you know, the, the big company out there doing AV over IP is Crestron. They're doing their own thing with, a, with, a, with their own sort of like proprietary stuff. There's not really a whole lot of other companies out there doing what you're doing, are there? 
Well, not yet. They're not out necessarily, but certainly like one that comes to mind immediately is Magnica. They're they're doing some stuff with it too. And and at Infocom this year, Ames's booth is going to have an interactive, interoperable uh, solution, like with about twelve con- companies actually working together there. So you'll see a lot of it coming to fruition at that point. Okay. So that's going to be really exciting for us at at Infocom and and showing it there. But of course, not everybody's out the gate yet. But if you take a look and go to the AIM site and take a look at IPMX, there's about 65, 70 companies at this point that are joined into that initiative and driving it. And the real benefit, one of the huge benefits of IPMX in my mind is that, yeah, while it's based on 2110, you reduce the network um, requirements. So it simplifies network requirements so that it's much easier to use. And then, yeah, if everybody's using it, yeah, products work together. But the idea is also that you get an, you might be able to get, and you will get, we hope, over time, ecosystems that control all of that from one, all of those. And that's critical. From one that's critical because yeah. to have a control infrastructure that allows you to build a virtual matrix switcher or allows you to send that content anywhere, including, by the way, one of the things that Ames has done with IPMX is the idea that one day you'd be able to type in an IP address and the content would just appear in your browser. So you'd actually have its true network content. Um, So ultimately for me, I mean, the most obvious sort of pain point this solves is simplification of signal routing and distribution. Um, What is sort of like, I mean, you sit in a kind of unique position um, over there in Matrox as a business development manager. What are you seeing as sort of the pain points it solves? Well, I think that the flexibility, certainly with the convert IP anyway, it, it's, it's, it solves that flexibility where, oh, maybe I have an SDI camera that I want to capture and I want to send it, but my, my display is HDMI. So I need transmitters and receivers that do that conversion built into the device. And it does that with, with following. Well, let's talk about that. What are the inputs and outputs? What are the capabilities of it? So SDI up to 4K. HDMI up to 4K, and then HD Base T we added as well because we think the volume of HD Base T solutions that are out there today, whether they be simple point-to-point solutions or more likely, you know, islands of HD Base T that's being used in conference rooms or auditoriums or whatever, you might want to share the data that's in there across to other parts, other locations that are difficult to get to using just HD Base T, but using the AV network boy, it makes it a lot easier. And you can also bring data that might be out there that might be of interest to the HD base T island that you want to share in that environment and do that as well. So you can go either so, way. So, so let's take a look at the product um, mm-hmm. here. So you've got SDI, HDMI, HD base T. So I can go in any of those and out any of those basically. And then Absolutely. And then also I could take other network content, but what, what do you have multiple network ports here or what? Yeah, we do. We, there's a lot of them on there. So we have, you can set, you can, on the RJ45 units, you can use just one port. So it'll support control data, media data, and POE. Okay. So you can, you know, do everything from one port or there in, in uh, two or actually four of the units, depending if you're using SFP or, or, um, or a cat, uh, cat five you're you can have a redundant network port as okay. well so fully redundant so that when you switch from one network if you lose a network you don't lose even a frame it's perfect redundancy you can build a system using exactly the existing network but also put a vpn in there simultaneously in case you have a problem 
Correct. Uh, and then you always have a, a, a RJ45 connector in case right. you want to separate your video data from your control data. So we give you. So there's a lot of network ports on there. Right. But if you want to use only one of them, you can do that too. All right. So if you want to learn more, go to aimsalliance.org, aimsalliance.org to learn more about IPMX. If you want to check out all the Matrox products, check them all out at matrox.com. Uh, Ron, you'll be in booth uh, let's repeat that again, 5Q350 at uh, ISC in Barcelona. Yep. Definitely put that on. You're going to want to go by. Are you, by the way, is this the Ames booth or is this the Matrox booth? That's the Matrox booth. Okay, because Ames is going to have their own booth. I, I don't have that off the top of my head, but but definitely check out AIMS because you're going to want to go to their booth as well to see this demo. I didn't that realize there at, were 60. That one, that demo is at uh, Infocom. So that one. Oh, that'd be at Infocom. Okay. Definitely want to so go there and see that. I, I didn't realize have... there were 60 companies that were a part of the Alliance. Now, I, I remember when it, when it, when there were like three yeah. <laughs> or four companies, it's growing very quickly. It is. One last question. So it's a proposed standard. When does it get ratified? When does it get voted? When does it get official? The, the key thing there is one thing that I think Ames is trying to do is, and one thing that I think their principle is, is that no one codec solves everything, whether yeah. that's uncompressed or something else. Yeah. So that's the one thing that's holding us up. We've gone for using Calibri as yeah, our codec. Yeah. But my guess is, I'm, and it's a guess, let's face it, but I'm hoping by the end of this year, it is fully ratified. Yeah, I, I was wondering if that, because I know that originally they had, were shooting for end of 2021, but with the pandemic and stuff. I and, think it slowed things down a bit, yes, like everyone. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately with the loss of David, that was, a, that, I think that was yeah. a big loss. So again, my condolences about about that. He was he was a big, um, you know, evangelist for the whole yeah. He was a great industry uh, pundit and really, really did try to do things that made sense for the industry as a whole. Yeah. So Ron Birdie, thank you very much for joining me. We will see you over at ISC in Barcelona, uh, second week of May. Um, and uh, of course, check out Matrox at matrox.com, M-A-T-R-O-X.com. Thank you very much for joining for this episode of Rants and Rays pre-ISE. Ron, have a great day. Okay. You too. Thanks. Rain, rain, rain. With Rants and Rays.